Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, Reiki Master Energy Teacher, Medium, and author of the newest book in a trilogy, A New Life Awaits, Spirit-Guided Insights to Support Global Awakening, which shares stories and messages from spirit that show us our challenges are not merely economic, political, or societal, but a disconnect from our true inner soul wisdom and universal source. I am delighted today to welcome Michael Elgin, author of Prepare for the Landing, which shares his experiences with extraterrestrials over the course of his lifetime, and intergalacticmatch.com, the transformational journey he experienced when he was first reunited with Celeste, his own divine other half. Hello, Michael, and thank you for joining us on Healing from Within to discuss much about the unseen world of benevolent human-appearing ETs, which have been the majority of beings visiting Earth, rather than focusing on the negative, you know, other groups that there are that abduct humans. Yeah, so I'm delighted to have you to talk about the differences and to understand uh, the help that we could receive uh, from other forms of life. Michael, as listeners of Healing from Within have come to expect over the years, my open-minded guests and I share intimate and insightful stories that show us there's much more to know and feel beyond our senses so we can begin to understand our dual nature as both physical and energetic soul beings who are guided by those in spirit to learn more about just about everything. In today's episode of Healing from Within, Michael L. John, having both a UFO researcher as well as experiencer um, contactee from his first book, Prepare for the Landings, Are You Ready?, where he documented and exposed how the vast majority of beings visiting Earth are divinely intervening to help Earth's humanity. We will discuss NASA star people, their characteristics, and how and when large groups were born or came in as volunteers to help on Earth with all the trauma that we're experiencing. Michael, I always love to ask my guests to think back to their childhood and remember a person, place, or event that may have signaled to them or others around them the lifestyle, interest, and work they might pursue as an adult. For it seems we are born with a life plan and destiny, which keeps unfolding as we walk through this dreamlike life. So think back. Well, well, I had a lot of experiences, and actually from the time I was born, I wasn't born with the cosmic amnesia veils over my mind, so you might say from the get-go, I had all this knowledge about higher realms, and then when I had my first physical contact at six years of age, when I fell off the Oceanside Pier uh, in Southern California there into the ocean. In the process of falling off the pier, because of the traumatic nature of that, I was physically beamed up into this higher dimensional, what I call a Merkelbob light ship, which is a part of the Universal Guardian Alliance Galactic Federation. Anyway, they took me aboard and took away most of the trauma, and it was an incredible experience. Uh, I didn't want to come back, really. It was so awesome. But being in the ship, these beings were dressed in silver blue metallic suits and it was just incredible love and connection and then after a period of time they beamed me back down 
actually the same moment that they beam in. It's like a time-space warp. So as I continued to fall, hit the ocean, and then somebody jumped off the pier, rescued me. And uh, it was interesting because years later, connecting openly, talking about this and other subjects about UFOs, extraterrestrial contact, I actually met the guy who jumped off the pier. Kind of an emotional moment for him. Oh, and, wow. That's something. Yeah. Yeah, he jumped up when I was at an event and said, I was the guy who jumped off the pier. <laughs> wow. Really interesting. And then I also connected with two people who are on the ship. I don't remember them because I wasn't looking in the direction where they were, but they were behind me in the sense, in the hallway, the corridor. And I was looking the other, but they being blue with metallic silver suits were all around me in this one chamber. Uh, and they remember me, though. And told me I connected with them through the, I forget where exactly, one person, I did a reading, a transformational channel reading for, in fact, I did both, actually both of them. And then I also connected with a fourth person, a, a lady, who actually in 19, you know, 1959, when this event happened, uh, I, she happened to also be six years of age, but she was with her father, who was down from Canada, Canada. He was from Canadian military intelligence, interesting enough. And he was on his way to Camp Pendleton, which is a military base near Oceanside. So he decided that within the summer to stop off at the pier. And they got on the pier, and then they see this young kid jumping over the side of the pier, falling off, actually. And so they witnessed me falling off the side of the pier. And it was just kind of interesting, you know, things that years later when you look back. at them. So that kind of set the stage. And then, and then within three years after that, when I was in front of the, uh, watching President Kennedy's news conference on the Cuban Missile Crisis, uh, Ashtar, uh, Lord Commander Ashtar, popped in the room etherically and reintroduced himself to me and told me that they were not going to allow nuclear war because it was against Federation policy mm-hmm. and that they were coming down over military bases and shutting the missiles. And sure enough, years later, as I was interviewing numerous whistleblowers, I interviewed a lot of guys that were at military bases we remember the light ships coming down and hovering overhead where they shut down the missiles. So what he initially told me was verified, of course, later. So those were kind of some of the experiences that set the stage for my work. So let me let me ask you this. Do you think you were beamed up in that time space because they saved your life because you had to live and go on to do the work that you were here? Well, they took as- away the trauma of what, by falling off the pier is a very traumatic fall. And they didn't and, want uh, you to live with that. They didn't want you to be damaged by that. Well, no, I mean, that might, yeah, things, psychologically, those kinds of things can psychologically stun a person's growth. Or So they intervened because it wasn't, I wasn't meant to feel that extreme. But yet it was also an experience kind of programmed to occur to verify the physical reality of these higher beings and how they do intervene at certain times in people's lives. So that was kind of the early beginning. Yes, I'm of aware life. of that also, that they come yeah. to prevent sometimes um, a negative thing happening to one of their workers, light workers or volunteers, whatever you want to call it, because they have, you know, they're protectors in a way. They're here to help. The, this group that you're talking about uh, that look like humans, often very attractive humans, uh, are here to work and to improve the vibration of people or humans so that we can not have that nuclear happening so the planet, you know, is destroyed. So we, they all, they're all working for a common cause or a common good. But let's go on to um, 
you described them, you know, and being in blue and silver suit, they were tall, they had golden skin, skin like a good sunday. They, they look just human, like attractive humans, right? And you call yeah, these... Yeah, there are many, many of them on Earth right now, actually, have been there for a long time, yes. interfering behind the scenes, working with many humans, and they also work a lot with the Earth Alliance, which is the group uh, getting working to get rid of the Cabal Deep State, and uh, we're going to kind of a movie right now in a way. A lot of people don't know that we're being put through this whole pantomime movie to wake everybody up about what many of us have known for years, but this is for the general masses, you realize that there's a lot of things happening that are, isn't just a bunch of accidents or uh, oh, conspiracy, of course. A conspiracy theory, as they cabal, the the uh, ma- fake news mainstream media likes to say. There's a lot happening. So, and and then of course, when my experiences, what became really important to me in more recent, in the last few years, was when Celeste, my twin flame, my cosmic true love, who is an intergalactic immortal uh, goddess from off uh, world. Anyway, she came into my life in early 2018, which ended up resulted in me writing, she and I compiled a book called intergalacticmatch.com. Uh, it's the most awesome experience of being with her. She's actually sitting on the bit etherically right here. I'm clairvoyant Claudian, and I've just been totally blissed out <laughs> with her. <laughs> oh, she's she here with us now? Life. Yeah, well, she's here. She should be here 24-7. Our whole experience was to have a multidimensional romantic relationship, and uh, what we can learn, what can one learn from that? And there's going to be and so the book intergalacticmatch.com, which is over 700 pages, kind of sets the stage, helps introduce people to the idea that you too can have, by following certain protocols, a multidimensional romantic mm-hmm. relationship, which leads up to the physical first contact, where all divine couples will begin to hook up quite, a, you know, happen quite a bit. Uh, because this is the destiny of, of those who have been separated on missions to be reunited and uh, connecting with the extended cosmic family. That's wonderful to know. So mm-hmm. we can go on to, you had another experience in 1979. Yeah, that was when... What was I, that one about? Yeah. Well, I had started to come out in the late 70s openly to, to lecture do a public presentations, and I would be recognized by the cabal as a threat to them. So they uh, had sent, they had this, what it's called a psychotronic, kind of a black op classified project. It was a, a, a weapon system they were had just developed. So they trained on me. Psychotronics is similar to radionics, where you take a sample of someone's blood or a photograph, anything to do with the DNA RNA, and they can tap in your vibration. So they targeted me, literally killed me, and next thing was they physically, the higher forces physically beamed me up again aboard another Merkelbot light ship, brought me back to life, literally resurrected me, uh, altered my DNA and RNA to protect me also from that because my mission was to come out openly and to openly expose things, disclose things. And that's what I started. So anyway, they took me aboard the ship, altered my, all, my whole DNA and RNA thing was changed. And that was when I was activated to begin to do these these 90-minute transformational channel readings that I do for star people, star seeds. In fact, if you go to Celeste on my website, intergalacticmatch.com, you'll see the list of the NASA star people list, and I find that most people I connect with have at least several to a third minimum of that list. Now, I have almost every one of them, 
because of having the conscious memory. In effect, my DNA RNA was already very attuned, and depending on how much energy we've been able to retain, bring with us, is how much of those characteristics we end up having. So after they had killed me, and then I was brought back to life on the ship, I became a thorn in the butt <laughs> of the cabal <laughs> by exposing them. I I'm very fearless, and even and I even though it was horrendous to experience, I don't have fear. I'm not living my life out of fear, which stands for false evidence appearing real. My job was to expose things. So I became a thorn in the butt, basically, by openly talking about, and at, in the 1980s, I connected with a group called Q, as Q Intelligence. This had to do also with the Q drops, the Q um, things that have been released. Now, of course, the mainstream media says it's a conspiracy theory, but Q is a valid security clearance that has been around. In fact, if you go back to biblical times, among the 777 books that the uh, that the Bible was originally uh, came from, which the uh, count the corrupted Council of Nicaea only used 66 of those, and they wrote this watered down thing we call the Bible. The truth is still there, but they took uh, all this knowledge and suppressed most of it. But there was a book called the Book of Q, actually, uh, which stands for Quantum Consciousness. And then President Lincoln had a group called Q on him. And President uh, Kennedy had a group, Q, and then Trump uh, is also Q, Q+, plus in the Q drops that they've done, and they're going working right now to get rid of the last of the cabal. Again, we're going through a movie. The Q is putting everybody through this, but anyway, I connected with them in the 80s and various other, uh, various other agencies. White House would show up from those agencies, and uh, so now it's been an interesting journey since uh, Celeste came into my life because of the powerful transformational change happened and it's been an incredible incredible profound and very provocative journey since then and i'm glad you don't have any fear you stand in your courage to promote the truth because so much is going on uh, to dismiss the truth and i i, I want to just say uh that in my new book in my new book, A New Life Awaits, uh, I express how I was guided to meet those involved with multidimensional beings, and I wrote, Sitting at my desk, waiting for my client to come, I thought about a woman whom I had met at the healing convention in Arizona. Her name was Victoria. She was seated next to me in a music sound bowl healing workshop I attended, and my energy was drawn to her. I noticed she was more attractive and quiet, quieter and calmer in nature than many of the other participants. It was only a fleeting observation. Later I got to see her display table where Victoria had a DVD displayed showing unusual orbs and light objects on the cover and she had a musical CD with angelic tones for healing. As she spoke to me, I noticed her voice was melodious and delightful. She told me she had been encountering guidance from extra, extraterrestrials since she was a child. And she said, I'm not here. I'm not from here. I'm here to help. And I asked her if there were more people like her. And she said, yes. And what they look like? They look like her, normal. You know, just human. So thinking about it, aren't we all ETs? Doesn't our spirit and soul come from a higher plane of energy or stardust and combine with the physical body? Some light workers are here to improve the human condition. Others are here mainly for 
earthly or physical experience, but we are all spirit. I might have been slightly judgmental when listening to Victoria. That was about 25 years ago. Um, but then I thought about it, and it made sense to me. Was it so out of the ordinary? I didn't freak out as I might have before I was awakened. But since I know all is illusion in this physical world, I cannot say one way or the other whether there is truth or falseness in this woman's claim. So... <laughs> there it is when they want to enter uh, you know get involved with people who they know will understand them or maybe who are part of the mission also as I'm a medium and an intuitive and have been since I'm a child a sensitive child uh, she saw and felt and I saw and felt uh, a connection a different connection so there it is. Yeah, but I also want to say one other thing. I have also interviewed many notable quests who are working uh, to show that this is all true. I, I had on Robert Salas. He's the author of Unidentified, the UFO Phenomenon, a graduate of the USAF Academy with a degree in aerospace engineering. And he actually said on my show uh, that he was at an installation and there was a ship, and uh, the weapons were not able to be used. Everything was turned off. And then I had another guest on my show, Betty Anderson, who was abducted, and Ted Peters, author of UFOs, God's Chariots, and uh, has spent a lifetime exploring the many events and reports worldwide by people who have experienced interactions with higher beings, and Nancy Dutetre, who wrote How to Talk to an Alien. So there's many, many people who are aware of what you're trying to bring into the world, and they do face some challenges, as you know, right? But... Well, have, yeah. have well, to do it anyhow. What? Well, Earth is the most challenging planet to come to, but it's going through a major transformational change. Now, one of the missions that Celeste, who is a cosmic matchmaker, her job is to help hook up other divine couples, uh, twin flame couples. And uh, the, uh, the artist Ariel Alley, who's an incredibly talented clairvoyant artist, he specializes in doing illustrations of one's divine other, cosmic other half. So if you go to Celeste's my website in the About section, you'll also see the image of Celeste that he did, which is a gorgeous, beautiful image of her. And I, I blew it up three feet tall, laminated, and put it on my wall. And it's kind of like a vortex. She comes right through there. And then other times when I <laughs> – this sounds a little risque, but I'm hugging the pillow, and she emerges through the pillow. So people ask, well, how can I be intimate with – romantic with my other half and <laughs> – all I can say is there are things we, one can do to yes. go beyond the dimensional barrier and make it a profound, incredible experience. Yeah, okay. I, I, I find that very easy to accept. I mean, energy is energy. When an energy yes. from spirit comes into me, I feel illuminated. Or if it's a negative energy, I once had an energy walk right through me, and that didn't feel good. So, yes, well, we're energy the, beings. The, we can connect well, to the, energy. With one's, with one's other half, and I have a little saying, 
blissed and blessed by Celeste. <laughs> I love totally it. Blissed out. And when she channels through me, too, she merges with me into a total bliss out experience. So what we're doing is helping to set the stage so other couples who want to experience the, before physical first contact actually takes place in a few years, uh, there will be a chance for a few years here to have a multi-dimensional romantic relation. It's very unique because one can learn many unique things of overcoming the so-called barrier, which helps to expand one's uh, consciousness and awareness. So it's a profound journey. And there's there's a what I call a handbook. I actually wrote up a little thing about uh, romantic multi-dimensional relationships and what protocols one can use to help initi- initiate that. And there's a lot of times people have to do a lot of emotional work on themselves too. There's a higher, one of the higher beings that's come through me is Voltra, who's a cosmic psychotherapist. And I used to uh, a number of times go aboard the Jupiter One, which is a ship, and there's a device called the accelerator, accelerator chair. So when you sit etherically in the chair, it helps to release all this emotional, psychological stuff that has made relationships toxic and this really bad emotional stuff. And so there's all kinds of things that we can do and also what higher forces can do to help us, help ourselves, I, you know, be ready for this experience. I don't doubt it's a wonderful experience. And uh, you you mentioned Aurora. Uh, she's on the back of your book. And she tells a story, also uh, an interconnection with an extraterrestrial. Who is she? She was my ex. I'd rather not go there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because I, I said it in the back of the book there. So, uh, it was but, a very emotionally toxic relationship, and I really don't care to go okay. focus on that. So I won't you know. tell her story. She had a little bit of a story. But let's go on to, this is really important for our listeners. What are the characteristics of NASA store people? Because I think 20% of the sensitive, intuitive, gifted spiritually gifted people on the planet are from this category. 80% no, 20% yes. By the way, well, I, 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 have, I have more than a third of these of these qualities. Yeah, well, how much energy that you've been able to retain when you came into Earth embodiment, either of being born or even as a walk-in, soul transfer, soul emergence, that your energy, see, the DNA, RNA happens on the etheric and higher realms, and then it merges down into the physical. Mm-hmm. So when people go to the website and they take a look at these, this list, there's about 30 of them, a little over 30. I added a few, but this was based on the work of Brad Steiger many years ago. He compiled it working with NASA engineers and scientists, actually. And I, when I saw that list, I practiced every one of them because, again, with conscious memory, there was more of the energetic consciousness retained within me. And uh, so that, you know, it's interesting that, you know, the government many, many years ago, they actually uh, were attempting to develop a, a hit squad, a hit team. They were going to try to take out the light workers, but the higher forces stopped them from doing that. So they just, there were certain things that identified us energetically. So higher forces started doing some buffering effects to help, you know, buffer us from any of those kinds of things. We're very much protected, but it's also up to us as in God helps us to help themselves, yes, God helps us uh, to do what we need, and then our efforts give them mandated authority to step in as they're starting to do. As a matter of fact, the non-interference prime directive laws of the Federation have been uh, ex- expanded upon 
And as last year, there were major meetings in the solar system, and Earth Alliance members were there uh, through the secret space program, the Space Force were there, and it's now they're now beginning to lift the quarantine from Earth. So we have an incredible experience ahead of us with the uh, med beds and replicators and all kinds of technology that's actually going to be given to humanity openly. Oh, that's what I'd like to hear about. What are some of these new new things that are going to happen because I knew I know each day is a new day a new life right for us to get up well, and yeah. experience something new and even after there is no death our energy just leaves this this body and and we go into uh, a higher life a higher dimension of life uh, so there is no death but tell you started to talk about that yeah I'm interested in that well, what, what, can we look, what can we look forward yeah. to seeing well, in the golden age we're emerging into, and even as we go through the transition from darkness to light, uh, things I mentioned was that the medbed technology, uh, there's different applications of that. Some are, some are things you lay down and other things are just boxes that cube type technology similar to that that you can just put in a room and it radiates a frequency and it rejuvenates you. It heals all disease. It, it does all kinds of changes in your DNA, RNA. So there's all kinds of technologies that the Earth Alliance, working with the Universal Guardian Alliance off-planet, are going to be bestowing upon humanity here shortly. Once we go through this final red-pilling, I call it, of humanity, people waking up and acknowledging, for example, all the crimes against humanity, all the stuff that the Cabal has done, people have to acknowledge before they not put their head in the sand. In order to go on to the Golden Age, we can't just put things under the rug or in our closet and forget about it. We have to deal with those things so then history doesn't repeat itself. Absolutely, yeah. We have to be ready to have the gifts of the universe, which is well needed, I would say. Mm -hmm. So I want to thank you, Michael Elligen, author of intergalacticmatch.com and Prepare for the Landings, Are You Ready?, for sharing your amazing, unique, mind-blowing, and transformational journey as both a UFO researcher and an experiencer who has experienced altered states of consciousness and uh, met ETs or extraterrestrials and very and have had very intense vivid dreams and work like Edgar Casey as I do in meditation and uh, karmic readings or soul readings and uh, to learn more about the amazing world of our friends in spirit, aliens, and star people, go to intergalacticmatch.com. In summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, sharing the many experiences of Michael L. John and myself, we hope it has become easier for listeners to accept that by keeping an open mind, it is possible for us all to become aware of the energy of our soul life and to connect to those beyond this physical life who learn, love, and share the infinite possibilities for change and the improvement of the human condition. Nothing is random or remains the same in the flow of eternal life, and perhaps when we allow accept and surrender to the wisdom of our soul energy, we can find peace beyond the fear engendered uh, in a physical life of survival and challenge. Those who meditate find a way to receive energy messages from the non-local dimension where all thought and spiritual energy are 
not rooted in time, space, or physical dimension. It is from this non-local dimension that all mediums, myself included, receive their divine guidance and messages. In this non-local dimension is the God source and connection to all life. It is a belt of knowledge, past, present, and future, swirling through eternity, from which we as aspects of that divine source derive the illusion of physical life. Michael and I, as devoted seekers of the mysteries of this world and beyond, share with you the truth of possibilities and probabilities that in time we will all come to better understand the purpose of life is to explore the world of man, nature, and the universe and come to realize the great gift life is and the opportunities it affords us to find greater love and compassion which is the essence of universal source. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, host of Healing from Within, author of A New Life Awaits, and invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com, to read about and listen to authors, visionaries, leaders in the metaphysical science, spiritual, medical, and energy healing professions, and the arts and music as we explore the world, humanity, as well as life in other dimensions in our quest to know the mysteries of life and love. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you.